0: Could you give at Marks with Mike's podcast a shout-out? Shout-out!
1: Hey, yo,
2: What am I doing My, my, you My, y'all! Are you
0: kidding me? The irresistible force meeting
2: the immovable object. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, to another episode of Marks and Mikes, you already know what it is by the sound of my voice. That's right, it's your boy, Mr. Six with nine. JT back in his piece once again. And listen, by popular request, we are trying to get everybody back. But so far, three out of four ain't bad. We may be getting a return from somebody later on the show. I'll give you that Easter egg later. But with that being said, first of all, I got to say, what's up? Returning this week to my co-host, L Cheech. What's going on, Poppy?
1: Yo, yo, been back for a minute, but I'm back with Jump Off. What's going on? How's everybody doing, man? How y'all holding down out
2: there? Well, <laughs> you, you know, holding down real good, man. Just laying in the cut like a band-aid per usual. and of course, making his second official appearance on the show, ladies and gentlemen, it is Connor, the prodigy. The prodigy has returned. The prodigy Connor's in the house. What's going on? And first and foremost, before so you even open up your mouth, on the date of this that recording, that's right, we're recording on the Sunday. Yo, it's our boy's birthday, so we got to go ahead and send a happy birthday out to Connor, the prodigy. What's going on, player?
0: Prodigy is back. Thank you guys so much for having me yet again. Appreciate the birthday wishes. Twenty six was a cool year. Hoping 27's even better. And you know what? Can't go wrong
2: with being with my boys on a Sunday night. Let's do this, man. Let's do this, indeed. I'm just gonna let you know: once you hit 27, your knees, your back, and your wrists and your ankles all gonna pop at once. But we cannot uh, go on on this show without sending out uh, rest in rest in heaven, rest in peace to what everyone known him as as Debo, but to us wrestling fans. He was known as Zeus, so rest in peace to Tommy, Tiny, Zeus, Lester, a.k.a. Debo, unfortunately passed away this past week, so definitely just send your prayers out to the family, but yes, rest in peace to Tiny Lester. Uh, Man, let's go ahead and get this started, but before we get it started, I got to say this, Cheech, you bought up on the Marks account, No Holds Barred was the very first time you got the chance to get introduced to the character, um, Debo, uh, aka Tiny Lester, aka Zeus, and just the impact that he had over the culture as a, you know, just even from wrestling all the way to, you know, just hip hop culture, the whole nine yards, like anytime someone takes your stuff, the first time they say, hey man, you just got Debo, you know, so... I mean, was uh when, when you got the chance to first meet him, out, uh, as far as getting a chance to see him on television, what what was it like for for you seeing this big figure?
1: I mean, just you know the look, of course, you know, he looking crazy you know with the eyebrows and the cock eye and the see you know what I mean, just the way he demanded attention. And you know, back in the day in the '80s, you know, what I mean, uh, the machine—they—they they were great at, uh, you know, what I mean, making a great heel. You know, what I mean, like a bit real big that de- bad, so Hulk Hogan could take him down. You know, what I mean, and it was by mistake. You know, what I mean, because it was the movie, and the movie turned into that Saturday Night, you know, main event. So he had that little year or so you know i mean running so it's like it, it was crazy and i remember even seeing the match I sent it to you long ago when i was in puerto rico they um you know the wrestlemania's mm-hmm. Aniversarios over there and um i remember they brought him in to wrestle he wrestled some other people but he wrestled abdullah and um you know <laughs> they would say he was the drizzling Shit. I mean, he wasn't the greatest wrestler, but uh, you know, just the way he, you know what I mean, he looked he looked great and you know, and then of course he started making a bunch of other movies, you know. But um, he he definitely got, you know, will be remembered, I guess, you know, as a human being, you know, he was another person, other people got to know him. But um, you know, rest in peace, you know, and uh it's sad because you know it's thing that you remember it takes you back to a certain time in your life you know what i mean
2: definitely rest in peace but let's go ahead and definitely get this show started on the road first and foremost thank everyone for listening to the last week's episode which uh we went with a different title by request uh thank you for listening to Winter is coming for War Games. Thank you for everyone that uh, went ahead and followed, subscribed to the YouTube and to whatever podcast platform that you're listening to. Also on Twitter, IG and the Book of Faces, it, it is all the same. It's the name of the show. If you are able to find the name of the show, you know that it is Marks with Mikes, and that's on every single platform. Just go ahead and put that at symbol in front of it. But with that being said, look, I'm not going to lie to you, man. If we're talking about a week in wrestling, we're talking about the buzz for this past week in wrestling. I'm just going to be real with you. Raw was really didn't have a lot of buzz for me. I mean, I think everyone was too too much focused on the uh, soap opera, which we're going to talk about later. Um, but Raw was not was not it, fam. It, it, it just wasn't it for me. I mean, yeah, you, you, you had more segments. Than anything, The only thing that really stuck out to me on this card, honestly, was I'm going to say Kofi versus Shelton. Um, that stuck out to me. And I'm also going to say uh, Drew and Sheamus versus AJ Styles and The Miz and Morrison. Because you said it a couple weeks ago, Cheech, they're building up to that feud. They're 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 building up to that feud with these two guys, which has a very long backstory. So you know, with that feud getting ready to come up, I like the way they're slowly building it, but I feel like they're gonna pull the trigger on it too soon.
1: Uh, Hope not. You know what I'm saying? Like they they don't you know automatically go against that, but. As of now, you know, with all this COVID shit, it seems like long-term booking is it, it, not happening, you know what I mean? That, that's, you know, as it's been said through the rumor in the window that they don't even have the Royal Rumble book yet, you know what I mean? So it's going to be fucked up, you know what I mean? But let's see what happens. There ain't too much going on on, on, on Raw to tell you the truth, you know what I'm saying? Hey. We could just go slide into impact if you know we want to, cause
2: th-
1: there wasn't really something big, you know, on um on Raw, you know, the her business they appear, you know what I mean? They did the thing, but you know, it's nothing that really comes out, you know what I mean? Same thing. I I don't know, man. It just sucked.
2: Yeah, it did. It's something major ass, and um, I'm not even joking about it. And usually, you know, we have a few good things to say about RAW, but you know, this wasn't this wasn't it fam. But you know, it, it, I, I think the closing in it was dope. I mean, the Orton versus Wyatt. You know how you know, of course, the lights go out. You know, first he's fun Funhouse Bray, the lights go out, and then The Fiend's in the rain, which, you know, to all you people that don't know how TV works, that part was probably recorded earlier. It's not like he just magically changed it to The Fiend, but anywho. Uh, that's the only thing that really stuck out to me, but you might as well go ahead and slide the Impact, man, because, of course, every single person was on the heels and on the edge off of last week's big announcement. Uh, Me and uh, the Prodigy kind of talked about it last week, far as, of course, Omega getting ready to appear on Impact Wrestling. But before we get there to even talk about that, man, someone just hopped inside the building, someone who was gone for a while and someone who is back And by request, a couple of listeners were saying, where is he at? Where is he at? Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he's back. He would like to say it himself. But ladies and gentlemen, Dre the Juice Man is back in the building. What's going on?
3: Daddy is home. I'm back. Shout out to the Juice Boxes. You know, this thing called life. Had to take care of some stuff. Being a boss, had to handle some boss moves. But... Again, daddy's home. Let's get it, people. Let's get it. Hey, hey, wait, hey, wait, 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 uh, wait. I chimed in at the perfect time. Raw was shitty. It was. But I like the aggression, the aggression of Cedric Alexander. So I just wanted to put that in there. His aggression, his initiative how he beat both Kofi and Xavier Woods with beautiful lumbar checks. Put the tag team belts. In. Just put them on Cedric. Put them on Cedric.
2: All right, I'm done. Well, you know, hey, I'll give you that. But let's hop into Impact. Because Impact was where it was that. Everyone was definitely excited about what was going on uh, as far as with Kenny Omega appearing on Impact. And I'm just going to put it out there, y'all. Um, it end up being... Now, Connor, correct me if I'm wrong. Was this not the highest rated Impact Wrestling episode, I don't know, ever?
0: I think it has to be, even with all the hype and stuff. But if I saw it correctly, it, I think this actually turned out being the highest rated one. Because uh, like everybody else, I feel like we were all just waiting for what Omega and Callus had to say. But just going to say right now, even waiting for Omega and everything like that. It was a, overall a really good event. I don't know what you guys thought, but I really enjoyed Impact.
2: I mean, I I enjoyed Impact. I really, really did. The only thing that made me kind of upset, I mean, but then again, it's the television. I mean, you have to build the suspense. It's kind of like Omega shadowed the whole entire night of what was Impact Wrestling. And, and they were, you know, building up for Final Resolution, which just happened yeah. uh, yesterday.
1: Yeah, but they, they did good, like you said, cause it's like they um they left you suspense the suspense and and of course you know the the, the rating with, with Twitch, you know what I mean. So it was different um, ways that you could watch it, and I believe they got they post they have that episode now on YouTube, you know what I mean. So a lot of people are gonna see that, and of course everything been recorded, you know what I'm saying. It's in the back, like they said, to, like, January to the next pay-per-view for Impact. So, they already had this, you know, in the bank, you know. So, I think that uh, the, the belt collector, you know what I mean? Like, he's going to start doing his, you know, doing this thing. And then, of course, like like we, we were saying, like, fantasy bookings now was a possibility of who could wrestle who, you know. But, yeah. It should be interesting, you
2: know, with everything with Omega. Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, the belt collector, you know, going down to uh to Mexico and uh, you know, at Triple Speaking of uh Triple well matter of fact, you were telling me something about AAA, Uh what everything yeah. that happened. Yeah, you know
1: what I mean, like that they, they had some um some some matches over there. One of the, the matches that they, you know, of course, it wasn't the main event, but it was like for the title. It was uh, somebody that we, we're well known here in Cleveland, you know, being wrestling in AIW, Loretto Kid. He was facing Kenny Omega, which is he's the champion over there. And a lot of people, you know, I mean, might have thought that he was going to lose because, you know, but that was before every, uh, seeing all this with what's going on. So, it just made sense because he's on some, like, on some Thanos shit. Look, you know what I mean? Getting all the, the Infinity Stones, you know what I mean? Just start collecting belts and stuff. Man, it, it, was, it was it was pretty dope, man. And um, another thing they have, they try to introduce, like, Marble down into Mexico. Even though it was there, but now they, they did, like, a collab. It's like Marble Lucha. So they had some different wrestlers dressed up. Uh, like it, it, you had Spider Man, but you know, it was called a name in Spanish, Aranoria or something like that, you know. Or oh, they had some wrestlers on the like on the mask and like you had Thanos that um and that was Brian Cage and then you had the one dressed up as Spider Man, you know, that was our boy Leo Rush. You know, then they had uh like Captain America, that was Daga, which he's married to uh Tessa Blanchard now. And they had Black Taurus, he was um like Venom. So it was kinda kinda dope. And um they trying to sell merch with, with all that shit, but it was dope how also a lot of wrestlers did like, you know, came out in two different shows on the same night. You know what I mean? Because later that night it was a Super Jacob. Leo Rush was over there, you know, Kenny Omega, you know, he popped up in Final Resolution, you know. And um, of course it was recorded, it was like, you know, back in the day when, when, when Rick Rude did it. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh shit. You know, but now it seems like it happened more often, you know. You have the impact, you know, Final Resolution. You had Chris Bay. By the way, you know the first match. You know I'm saying in a long time being main evented by two black wrestlers. Black wrestlers. So that that's huge, you know. And um Chris Bay wasn't Super Jacob, you know. So it's a lot happening, bro.
2: Yeah, man, it's a, it's a lot going on. But see, I, the thing is, Kenny Omega mentioned if you paid attention they he he said it on uh on Impact uh you know he said he said something along the lines the next the next move just just think of uh WCW Lex Luger and that's basically what you're seeing you know just popping up just yeah. everyone's popping up.
1: the
2: omega express and that's exactly what it is i mean everyone's popping up and you know and the thing about it is Like I said last week, chess moves. These are all chess moves, man. These are not checker moves. Pay attention to what's going on. Like, we've been talking about it on this show for the last three months, maybe even four. If you go back and just listen to these weekly reviews, we've been hinting at something like this may be happening. But then again, it's, it's, it's something that was bound to happen. I mean... This is basically, you know, if you want to say the 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 affinity war of wrestling, you have all these promotions getting together like the Avengers trying to take down almighty Thanos. They can't You got a pretty good way to do it with all those guys working somewhat together. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But Final Resolution was what we were supposed to be talking about. But Final Resolution was definitely a uh, <clears throat> definitely a great pay-per-view. I mean, they did a good job uh, uh, with the storytelling. Did a real good job with that. I love the fact that you know, of course, got C. To see Tommy Dreamer is always a treat seeing him wrestle. You had you also had going on in that match. You had, um, of course, you know, we touched on it with you, cheats with uh, Chris Bay and of course Rich Swan, and they put on a, a barn burner, bro. Like they did. I'm talking about like these guys were move for move, neck for neck, every single single step of the way. And there was not one point in that match where I was like, that eh, you know, they're overdoing it. Like, no, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, very, very good captivating style, man. I mean, you know, Final Resolution ended up being a really solid pay-per-view. You know, we got, of course, we ended up getting a turn, a turn inside in the, the tag team division. So... Looks like um, looks like Cody Dina turned on cousin Jake, which was you know definitely something that was I wouldn't say it was something that was hidden, but we definitely knew that you know something was getting ready to happen. but I think the big thing for me last night was you know manic coming back, you know manic coming back, uh, TJP AK TJP, you know coming back and winning the next division title. I love that and Deanna parazzo. Against Rosemary, that that to me was also good. But, you know, just coming out of there and then, you know, coming out of the the New Japan Cup, which uh, I'm trying to remember, correct me if I'm wrong, Chief. who ended up winning that one?
1: I'm going to give you a little rundown. The first match, it was like Blake Christian, you know, he beat Ray Horace Fantasmo, which he was the, the one that won last year's Super J Cup he beat Leo Rush so Leo Rush lost in the first round then you had ACH versus TJP <laughs> which you know he he was another one of the the wrestlers that had like double duty on the same day you know so ACH beat him then you had Chris Bay another one he won his first round against Clark Connors you know so in the second round you had um ACH against Chris Bay, you know, and uh, that that was uh, a, a nice one, A-C- ACH um, beat Chris Bay, and then on the other side, Fantasmo beat Blake in the second round, so Fantasmo made it to the finals against ACH, and, um, you know, ACH, you know, that was a hell of a fight. You know, they were back and forth but like the Fantasmo, <laughs> dude's funny, you know, he 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 got that that wittiness and shit. He ended up you know I mean like cheating so he actually won the whole thing. Again, so back to back, Super J Cup for uh El Fantasmo. But it was dope seeing Chris Bay, you know what I mean, like T A P A C H you know, of course Leo Rush. You know what I mean? Like with Leo Rush, it seems like they're gonna be doing more things with New Japan. But it, it was, you know, it was nice seeing dumb wrestlers. You know what I mean? Like let's say in the New Japan ring, it it, it was pretty pretty dope. You know what I mean? Like knowing like then this dude's wrestling over here later on, and you know what I mean on the same time.
2: Now, now was I, I believe all this was shot in L.A. Uh, as yeah. far as. Yeah, which made sense So yeah That's that's good uh, But moving on from Of course Everything that happened This past weekend With with Impact And you know AAA And New Japan Of course We had the following night On Dynamite Of course You know Recapping uh, What happened on Dynamite Now Connor Or Dre Did either one of y'all Catch Dynamite I did get to see Some Dynamite
0: It was pretty decent episode i will say like to me like the the matches were good but a lot of the promo segments i thought were actually pretty damn cool to see so it's like i feel like they're making a step into a huge direction in regards to what omega's doing and even stings promo that's going to be building something awesome so i can't wait to see where that
2: goes Juice man speak on it
3: Uh, I mean, I I didn't catch much AEW. I I caught the Sting stuff too. Um, Just like Connor said, feeding off that, just watching his promo seeing what he really, what they really gonna do with him there. You know, that's what I'm, I'm real curious about. So that's what I've really been focusing on. And I'm, you know, I got to catch up more on that um, Kenny Omega thing. You know, I tried to stay up a little bit with it when he won the title, but. I'm going to try to get back into more impact now that he's on there and watching him because I saw some of that. You know, he was a lot of backstage segments on uh, impact. So it's going to be curious to see what's going to happen with that. And I I kind of like the crossover thing. And, you know, they they did destroy um, NXT in the uh, ratings this week. So it was a great show. Great show.
2: Oh man, you got to beat up on NXT. Yeah, we didn't get the chance to beat up on them, but thanks for you know beating but up I mean, on I them I all. Didn't get,
3: I didn't get the numbers, but I
2: mean they. Uh, it was, uh, but NXT was good too. We'll get to that later, though. Yeah, it, it, it was rough. It it, it it was uh you know definitely rough for NXT man. But we'll get to that later, like uh, Juice Man said. But one question I got to ask you, Juice Man, when it comes down to it. <sighs> So, when it comes down to it, you got, of course, the A dub and the whole Impact. You know, I guess to say cross collaborations. Okay, first things first. Rumor has it that Tony Khan may be buying Impact Wrestling. Now, if that's, that's a rumor, if that's just a rumor, how do you feel about it? Uh, I'm. I don't know.
3: I really don't know how to feel about that. I would have to. I mean, what would happen? Like, okay, so is every is is Impact going to cease to exist? I mean, you know that is Anthem's thing. So is Anthem going to like take Impact off of? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, that's. I, it's just a wait and see approach, man. I, I don't know. I don't know, this, this ain't the WCW, WWE thing from before. But, I mean, on paper, it could be great. I mean, I'll just have to wait and see, man. Now, on paper, it could be great. If it's done right, it could be great. But,
2: but. Yeah, it could, it could be great. But my thing is, if A-Dub buys Impact, who's going to be the NXT? You, you know what I'm saying? The, the quote-unquote the right. the developmental. Because if I'm looking at it on paper... Mm, a lot me, more, a lot more, a lot more polished stones on impact wrestling.
1: To me, that they, they they doing more like probably the, the the territories approach, you know, by like it's changing, uh, talent I like that kind of rotate. And of course, they could benefit from the women's division alone, you know, what I mean, with uh, the matches that they that could start or they could like exchange you know or send them over here some wrestlers you know what i mean to wrestle and get more talent and of course that you know they'll get polished you know what i mean because AEW, you see how different the presentation is from impact
3: and but what they but my thing is if they did buy it you know, are they going to make it more okay? We're going to want more AEW presentation, or will they try to keep what Impact has intact? You know, so I mean, that's why I said it. It's a good move on paper. It could be a good move on paper, but then you you get a lot of flags. Like, what what's going to happen? You know,
1: the Urban Cowboy. You know what I'm saying? The fucking the, the Invisible Hand, Don Callis. He's the one making the moves and shit. So. I'm pretty sure he still have impact running as his en- own entity.
0: Uh, man, I don't know.
3: We we, 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 They tried that with WCW, and we saw how that went. They tried that with ECW. You see how that went. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it sounds good. Don't get me wrong. It sounds good. In a perfect world, I want it to work. But in a realistic world, I'm going to have to wait and see.
0: So when it comes to the whole rumor of Tony Khan buying impact, like I agree with everything everybody's been saying and the fact of like that could be an improvement for like the women's roster just for that case. It could be an improvement just for just the loan of like you'd have a massive locker locker room at that point of just talent among talent. It's just my question would be would impact still be impact or does impact become like AEW presents impact? So, I mean, I personally would rather just have Impact on its own, but if it becomes Tony Khan purchases Impact Wrestling, it would still be cool to see like all those uh, talent just in maybe in one locker room, because just imagine some of those dream matches you guys can get at that point. But personally, I'd still say let Impact be its own entity.
2: Yeah, hands down, man. It, it, Impact has uh, held its own, as, and it's been holding its own. But, but I understand, you know, drawing in those numbers, ratings, and on a network like Access No Shade, uh, not not a lot of people have it. Like, I have Cox Cable, and I had to make sure I said that together. That way you all don't,
3: you know. You got what cable?
2: <laughs> yeah, I got Cox Cable. Uh, I don't like to say it out loud. <laughs>
3: love me some some like
2: Like, i'm not gonna lie since i've had cox cable uh god (laughs) since i've had their their company because i'm not saying that word again um my my internet has been supreme Supreme, uh, I'm actually outside right now and, I, and I'm using the Wi-Fi, and I say on the third floor. So shout out to. Co- moving on. All um, oh, this about buddy. Anywho, moving on, but we, we, we were supposed to be talking about aW's Dynamite, and we got kind of caught up on a tangent. Uh, not even a tangent, just a good discussion. But Dynamite. Now Dynamite, it was it was good. Like I said, a lot a lot of you know a lot of, I guess you could say um back backstory from impact and the you know the exchange and th- everything like that but they actually uh put on a very good um good show to be honest just just looking at everything that they had going on that night I mean you had shack appearing on aew which you know the wrestling the internet wrestling community um you know the Twitter world is up in the uproar because AEW made some big announcements that night as well you know they had a uh, but yeah, had Shaq on there which a lot of people like well you know well Shaq is p- supposed to be loyal to WWE it's like no listen Shaq is loyal to who's ever gonna write that check and put something that is gonna be you know good for television you gotta understand he's on TNT alright yeah, right? TNT why wouldn't tnt pitch the idea to him hey shaq if you do this we'll we'll throw you extra love yeah hell yeah i'll do it you know what i'm saying so you got shaq you had the whole segment with uh brandy rhodes uh whatever you know i guess she got upset and threw the uh threw the water in his face and there was a pretty interesting video on, on IG that I sent Cheech, which was hilarious to me. I wouldn't post it on the Mark's account, but it was hilarious to me. But uh, you know, great, great tag team action as usual. You know the uh, the champions uh, going up against uh, the Hybrid too, which I'm very happy finally see these guys uh, do more work on Dynamite versus AEW Dark because they are so underrated. one of the the biggest sought-out tag teams out there. Um, And then, of course, Sting comes back, uh, cuts a promo with Tony Tony Schiavone, which I don't know if it's a running gag joke with Tony Schiavone with the years being off, but I think it is. Uh, But, you know, that was classic. looks like Cody's already trying to set something up for him, but Sting already has his eye on Darby. So... My thing is the internet wrestling community got an uproar. You have pro WWE people, pro AEW people. You have people like ourselves that are just saying, wrestling just enjoy the shit?" Uh, saying that, okay, well, he's another fifty-three-year-old wrestler. You know, t- taking up time. This is no different than Goldberg. First of all, <laughs> no different than Goldberg. Stop it right there. So. Question posed to Of course you fellas And I'm gonna go down the line Are they Right to be arguing about Steen coming back to wrestle Or Should we just go ahead And enjoy the fact That he's coming back to wrestle
1: Man first of all I hate when he talks I don't want him to talk I want him to be the old Fucking crow You come in with a bad piece ass Stare at them or whatever And that's it Go, bing. When he talks, like I don't want him to hug nobody. What the fuck, and I don't know. That's the only thing that bothered me about Sting coming back. But um, if they they could use him in so many ways, you know what I mean. And maybe they they, you know, they're gonna surprise surprise us you know, according to everything, it's like. Thing and Tony Khan, they could they collaborate, you know what I mean? And I guess Vince didn't do that, so you know he could be in tag team. He could be somebody's mentor. He could perhaps have, you know, they already did the the deletion, you know, that universe introduced. You could say to AEW, they could have he could have cine, um, cinematic matches. You know what I mean? that he could be used, you know what I'm saying, they used to write. Like it right, like it's cool, you know what I'm saying, like to me, I'm kind of switching over the Goldberg thing, it's the right time for WWE, cause now they could dictate, you know what I mean, like who's the heel, who's the thing, cause no fan, so they put the crowd shit, which that should pissed me off, you know what I mean, so this is the time to do it, you know what I mean and uh yeah but like this thing it got this aura you know i don't know what the fuck snow i know it's all this thing with the game of thrones shit, but i don't know what uh fucking snow and you know say have to do with Sting. hey whatever but um other than that, they're gonna kill it
2: point out that game of thrones reference well you know that's a uh time warner own entity so of course they're going to use it just the same way as nxt use stream which is a nbc universal ent- entity but uh no but the thing the thing with this is um winter is coming is more so in a sense if you if you go back if anyone's ever watched game of thrones you know when when they said winter was coming, it was the worst of the worst. You had you had people coming. You know you had the little, the ice ice zombies. Is what I call them. My wife knows the name of the reference. But basically, uh, you know, coming back from the dead to terror terrorize the living. White so, Walkers. White Walkers. There we go.
0: White Walkers. I
2: <laughs> I could not remember the name of them. But yeah, you had you had the White Walkers and every and everything like that. But them coming back to terrorize you know the living what have you well in my mindset i look at that as winter is coming for wwe i'm just gonna put that out there because they are right they are raising up all these promotions that may have been seen as low and they're getting ready to do some shit now next person uh juice man
3: i like that he's back do I want him to wrestling? No, I don't. I don't want him to take the wrong bump, and then I got to see him in a wheelchair. Thanks, Seth Rollins. Um, but I like it, and I'm real. I I really want to see if they really do something with him and Darby Allen. I really hope that he really, you know, takes him under his wing because, you know, him just sitting up there with the um, TNT title in the stands, you know, and then you it, it makes you think about staying from. Ninety eight, you know. So I mean, I'm interested to see that, you know. So, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I want to see where that goes with that. And, and I agree with Cheech; he can talk, but don't have him talking all day. If you're gonna come out with that persona of the that the old thing, talk when you need to. Don't talk all the time. But you know, as long as they don't put him in any ring action let him be a mentor to somebody which i would like to see what would happen with darby allen but um that's that's pretty much it you know i, I i've been I've, I've actually been looking at watching the um sting come you know come back and forth watching the sting thing in AEW 2 and then having the reaction from wwe which is hilarious but um yeah but yeah i'm definitely definitely intrigued into that whole segment with him you know that, so we'll see how that go
2: all right prodigy it's on you
0: so, like everybody else, like I'm excited that Sting's back because I think pretty much everybody knows that Sting's probably been one of my all-time favorite wrestlers since the 90s. Um, do I want to see him in a ring? Maybe. If it's like in a very protected and controlled environment, I wouldn't mind seeing him do a match. However, I would rather see him be a mentor to Darby Allin or someone like that just because they can learn a lot from him and... He can be like a great mouthpiece if needed be and by mouthpiece. I mean like if he's going to be staying with the black and white paint and everything, don't have him talk. He has his baseball bat. You can literally have him like point at people and things like that kind of thing. But if you're going to have Sting talk, why don't they do like impacted and just have him take them paint off and just wear sunglasses, kind of like a main event mafia kind of style for staying at that point. But I, I feel like they can use Sting much better than WWE did, and I'm just excited to see him back. It's just, I'd rather see him be a mentor figure rather than a wrestler at this point.
2: And yeah, you know, I know, I know some people uh, like, oh, well, you know, why not have a wrestle? But my thing is, is back to everyone's point. Like, I'm more so afraid for the injury. But like Chief said earlier, you know, you can have cinematic matches where he can take, you know, they can shoot it where it looks like he took the bump and he didn't. Like, but you know, I'm. That's my biggest concern. It's like, yeah, I know the quote unquote WWE doctors did didn't clear him, but you know, not necessarily doesn't mean that's the only doctor. I mean, they, like they said, get a second opinion. But at, at the end of the day, you know, am I happy to see him back? You bet your ass I'm happy to see Steam back, period. Because I kind of felt like he didn't go out the way he needed to go out. You know, far as, boom, following year, he retires. And then, well, you know, he says it's in line. The only thing for sure about Sting is nothing is for sure. So, you know, it's like you know, he didn't go out the way he wanted to and I think back to what Cheech was saying, with them collaborating. This allows him to go out on his own terms, which is something that WWE did not let him do. I mean, because he he pitched the idea of doing cinematic matches in WWE. He pitched the idea of coming in and being a mentor or coming in just to be an own on screen character. I mean, I understand his frustration. I mean, you just signed me, I retire a year later. I I I want to be able to do something along the sense. I mean, if, if you could bring Ric Flair in uh, periodically every year, you could bring in Singh to do some work. You could bring in so many other people to do work. So, you know, hey, the, the you know, the sky's the limit. We'll see what happens with that uh, far as that goes. But far as Dynamite goes, uh, far as the matches and everything, FTR versus the Varsity Blondes, you know, looks like they're, they're on the uprise. I think one of my Funniest moments from uh, Impact was the whole Dustin Rose versus 10. And then Uno comes out and and he tries to get him to join the Dark Order. He's like, Think about it. You could be seven again. And everyone knows that seven was by far the most worst gimmick you could have had. First of all, if you remember the seven promos, which I think y'all do, do y'all remember? Yeah, like like do, do you remember the promos you had Dustin Rose out there painted out with a white face st- staring inside a little boy's room like that's some creepy shit. <laughs> that's uh yeah, so I don't think he wants to be Seven again like at all. But you know, I I thought that that was a funny moment and of course, you know you end up having the the Lucha... yeah, said
1: so that that first match that actually opened the show, the Bucks against the, the Hybrid 2. That was, um you know, uh, it was pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Like Matt fucking uh Evans towards the the crowd and stuff. Really, you know, like a fun match, you know what I'm saying? A, a lot of pop moves, you know.
2: Another one that stuck out to me uh was the lucha rose and lance archer versus Eddie kingston and um the butcher and the blade so rumor has it that uh penta is dealing with some leg injuries and he's gonna be taking uh some time off but that's why they wrote him off uh this past week on impact i mean sorry aw well might as well go ahead and say impact well, he he
1: did um Disclaimer: No, he he wrestles with his brother. They actually the champ, the tag team champions, and Triple A, and they wrestle most likely too. Since I'm I'm pretty sure this is like the last show for the year for for them. So yeah, he could probably take some time time off. You know, we haven't seen Pac either. You know, but I, I wanted to touch. They could like be earlier. Y'all mentioned Shack. Yeah, they do. Um. He does work for TNT, but I believe. Um, what's the name of that big tall girl that uh, messed up uh, Brandy's arm? Arms. Jade? Yeah, that that chick, I think that's uh, Shaq, uh, is uh, putting his seed on her bush for life. <laughs> what? 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 what, what? what?
3: what?
0: Alright. Oh my All right. god.
3: <laughs> oh. What you got oh. in that pipe over there, god, man?
1: man. <laughs> yeah, man, for real. Sort of ball, son. That's why if you think best you know what I mean? How all of a sudden homegirl? Home girl she got a back, you know what I mean? Like she's uh, an athlete, you know, I'm in college. She you know on some Bianca Belair shit but you know what I mean, you see how tall she is. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, AWTNT. She gets the opportunity, you know what I mean? Keys open doors, you feel me? But yeah, I, I see it. That's not the only person, you know what I mean, let's say WWE. 'Cause now we um Snoop Dogg. You know what I mean? He's gonna be a commentator. Be a commentator next uh, this show. You know, he's gonna commentate for uh, their New Year's, you know what I mean, show that go- I believe is the one that might be going against uh New Year's evil.
2: Oh, like I said earlier, chess moves, chess moves. Now, the biggest thing about it is, once again, people are up in the uproar. Hey, what well, well Snoop, well Snoop just did, a collaboration with The Undertaker. They got his shirt on WWE.com. And, you know, of course, Snoop making some type of money off that, all right? You, you, ain't, you just ain't going to put my likeness on the T-shirt. So, and, and, that was, and that was um,
1: limited, you know, edition. So it's about a bump. You know what I mean? It just made sense. All of a sudden, you know, they took it out. And they're like, they trying to make it WWE. Were like, better for him to come out, they probably took it out, but you know, what I mean, it was bound to, you know, what I mean, to pull him out, pull him off because you know, that's how it be,
2: you know, it's limited edition, shit. yeah. But here's the thing when people gotta understand, yeah, okay, yes, Snoop's cousin is Sasha Bank, yes, Snoop is on Sasha Bank's theme music, yes. He's done a lot of work with the company in the past. Uh, past time, yes, he's a WWE Hall of Famer. But at the same time, man, he's also he also has relations far as work or working relationship with TNT. He has his own TV show on TNT. Uh, Joker's Wild, uh, not TV, TBS. Well, not TBS. Well, you know, it's it's, it's underneath the uh, you know the Turner umbrella. But you know, you you, you know what I'm saying. Like so, of course. The only the only way I can see it going now, yeah. Listen, money talk bullshit. Walk a marathon. So, with that being said, you know, money is what it boils down to, and it's on WWE. This is solely on them. They could have been had Snoop come in. There. And remember,
1: um, he got that show that you know with Cody, I believe is it, it premieres the day after
2: exactly so it's all about like i said these are chess moves man this ain't no damn check it's like y'all gotta pay attention the writing's been there like this this ain't nothing that's new like we we already knew that snoop was on a tv show with cody we already knew that so it's only right what you thought what you thought t tnt what was it gonna try to cross promote their their tv shows that, that that they have across the platforms of you know tnt and tbs no, of course. What do you mean? Like, I'm trying to bring in ratings. I'm trying to bring in revenue. The thing is, if the people who only watch wrestling, they they, they may see Snoop on there. Well, of course, everyone knows who Snoop is. But, you know, they they, they may see these uh, two on there and go ahead and, and, and go watch the new TV show that's coming out, you know, uh, that, that premieres right right after um, Dynamite. Like, you know, this is all about chess. You play chess with these type of moves. And god damn it, they are definitely getting ready to checkmate these other fellas on the other side if they don't play their cars right. This is all on them, man. They could have been had Snoop do commentary. As a matter of fact, right after that pay-per-view happened, when Snoop did commentary, I would have had Snoop come in and, and commentate NXT. Like that's that's my thinking. But no. You know, of course. I'm sorry, I'm getting all riled up. But uh <clears throat> I mean, that's not that, That's not a big – it shouldn't be a big deal. Dre, what you think? Is that, is that a big deal? I mean, because he he don't have to be loyal to WWE at all. Oh, no,
3: he don't. He don't
2: have to be loyal to WWE. L-
3: listen, listen. I don't know what crack Vince McMahon smoking that thinks because you're put in a Hall of Fame that half of the time, to be honest with you, they don't do shit for these Hall of Famers. If you ever watch one of them pawn shows, I've been seeing half of them, them rings pawned off. So they really don't give a fuck. And spoiler alert, they asked these people to be in the Hall of Fame, and people have turned it down. So, anywho, like, no, do what you want to do. Vince ain't paying these people to do nothing. Tell us, you be mad at Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg probably like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. Hey, what you gonna punish Sasha Banks she'll just leave and go to AEW like she was gonna do in the first place anyway so like who cares like just because you're in the hall of fame does not mean you have to be loyal to AEW I mean to, um, WWE. the WWE you don't have to you can do what you want make your own money who cares what WWE aka Vince McMahon wants fuck his old ass
0: Look, I'm just going to keep it real simple because you guys have pretty much said everything that needs to be said. Snoop doesn't have a contract with WWE, so Snoop can do whatever the fuck he wants. And I applaud him for going to AEW. That's all I got to say.
2: Kudos, AEW. Like, you know, I know a lot of y'all listeners, uh, I'm biased towards AEW. I'm always riding for WWE. No, I just call it how it is a call out is you know when they fuck up i tell y'all when they fuck up when wwe does the same thing i shit on them like like a diarrhea sandwich like you know i will i have no problem doing it but i do it all through a positive mindset but moving on from a dub uh you know we got to move on to nxt but before we get there let's take this quick quick break And we are back. Listen, just like the uh, commercial said, listen, just go ahead, download Anchor, get yourself started, do your own podcast. You gotta, you know, just go ahead. Why not? We got something to talk about? Talk about it. But speaking of talk, you gotta talk about NXT, which uh, we had some returns, bro. Return of Scarlett, which I was happy about. And then we had the return of Killer Cross, at the end of the show, power bombing, punishment, Martinez. It's only a matter of time before Damian Priest is the NXT champion. But I like this feud that we're getting ready to get between him and uh, Killer Cross. That much I do, I must say. But I do like the way they open, you know, Finn out there and then everyone coming out saying they they want their shot. Pete Dunn comes out there, which is something that I've been waiting to see Finn versus Pete. I don't know about, uh, I don't know about you, Juice, man, but is that not like a takeover main event? Is who a takeover main event? Pete Dunn versus Finn. Whew, man, yeah, that is,
3: man. Shit, that's honestly a, that's a good match on rest that's a show still on wrestlemania in my opinion shit so hell yeah it's a main event on the takeover man whoo man that would man, be, a, be, a, be a great match of man i'm up here I'm right here. Here. I I now a That'll... match man that might be up there with um if that match happens, that's I'm gonna be up there with um, uh, Champa and Gargano takeover in Chicago. That street fight, like when I get when I'm on edge with every hit and every blow like that match, I think that match right there, that match has to have a crowd. I I, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I, I, I want to see it, but. I want a full crowd for that, not not this crowd that's that's helped by video game crowds. No, I need a real live crowd for that match. Ooh, man, man, that's a great yeah, that's one. A great one. one. Uh,
2: yeah, but uh, but you also got the possibility of fan versus Kyle o, uh Kyle O'Reilly again, which is something that I would like to see.
3: That was a great match, but I'd rather see him and Dunn. You, you give, us, give us Kyle O'Reilly and him again. I, I wouldn't mind that. But I need I need Pete Dunn and Finn with a live crowd. I, 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 can't, I can't have it with the crowd that's there now. I can't have no I can't have no virtual crowd. I, I have to have a real live crowd. Like, I have to be there for that match.
2: Possibility of Finn versus of course damian priest which is something that i'm looking forward to so okay, you know right. you got you got all all these people coming out the woodwork i mean you know i mean connor i mean which which one of those sounds intriguing of course you got killer cross inside the mix i mean which one sounds intriguing or should we just get a big old six-way match or would that be a five-way
0: so, like I said last week, like ever, I feel like everybody at the point knows that uh, Damian Priest is probably my favorite in uh, NXT right now. So I would be biased towards him. But with everybody that showed up for him that was like wanting the match with Finn, I wouldn't mind a huge just everybody in there, just because you know that would be a giant spot fest. It would be hard hitting and just be a. Great match. But like Dre said, though, it's got to be with a real crowd or else I feel like it'll fall just a little flat because you need that crowd emotion and atmosphere behind it. But every single one of them deserves some love for that title.
1: Nah, no, man, what the hell? I feel like Teddy Long now. You have a six-way dance player. Nah, no, I mean, uh, to me, it's Damien Priest against... Finn Balor will be great, although you know Pete Dunne, that you know that'll be an awesome matchup for Finn. And then of course you got Killer Cross, but you know because <clears throat> then you could have you know you have Pete Dunne and then you know like Killer Dane like you know what I mean it's a lot of things going on and shit. So, but I I don't want to see all them together in a match.
2: So should they have a tournament then?
1: Nah, no no tournament, just you know. I the ones that you know what I mean, like wrestle, you know what I mean, eventually, yeah. Regal might put some type of stipulation, most likely. You know, they'll have some type of elimination or whoever wins or whatever. You know. That's the way that's the way they book shit, you know.
2: I just had a good idea, right? What if, since they're struggling so bad with ratings, what if Finn just defends the title against all of them over the next course of five weeks? A championship match every single week? I mean, i would be dope. What about you, Dre?
3: I mean, yeah. Yeah, you can, but just don't have Pete Dunne in it. I don't want to see that. I want, I want I want, a live crowd with that. I want to see him and Pete Dunne take over. Live crowd. That's it. I, I can't, I can't see that, but that's a good band aid to try to get their ratings back up. That's a good. That's a. I don't even think that's gonna be enough. I don't think nah. Gonna be enough.
1: nah, 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 nah. nah. Th- it's th- 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 yeah, if this is. Th-
3: it's not gonna work. I don't think it'll be, enough. Think it'll be enough. enough. No, they just need that one thing and. But I mean, but then again, you was going up against, you got Shaq on there, Sting. So it's like, uh, you know, so I don't know. I don't know. But it's a, it's a cool, excuse me, it's a good initiative to try to fix the ratings problem. Definitely, we get people tuned in to see that. But I don't want potential pay-per-view matches to be wasted on weekly television shows. I just don't want that, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't probably do it. No,
2: the show was solid. I mean, it was solid. We got, we got, of course, you know that vignette with um, <clears throat> I don't know, I don't know who's who's in charge of the the triads, which is what I'm gonna call them because I don't know what they're calling this, calling this um, this stable with um, with Ali and um, what's the what's the other guy name from um, NXT. Someone help me out.
0: It is not coming to my mind right now. Give me one sec. I'm trying to figure it out. What? What are you
1: talking about, Willis? It's
0: not coming to my mind. I just I'm drawing a blank today.
1: Uh, thank you. Come again? No, I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what are you on tonight, bro? Man, what you got in that crack pipe, Cheech?
1: Let's not crack, man. Let's get it together.
3: Let's not get the wrong idea to the listener. I didn't say I didn't say crack. I said, what you
2: smoking in that crack pipe, chief? Well, you only smoke crack in the crack pipe, bro.
3: <laughs> you can smoke many things in a crack pipe. Don't ask me how I know. I just got it from a movie.
2: Alright, you know. No, no personal life experience over there. Okay. Uh, but I think uh, I think we're just going to leave that shit alone. It'll pop up later. I think uh, maybe I took a little, too many sips there. Uh, but I will say one of the, the high spots there from, uh, well, I guess you could say one, one of the best moments from that night. I love I love the match between Pete Dunne and Killian Dane. And I also love Jake Atlas versus Swerve. Now that that was good, man. They these they they're building they're building up Jake Atlas very well. They are, they are. They're doing such a good job with him. Same thing with Isaiah Swerve. Like you got a besides the couple of losses that he's had over these last few weeks, I will say you also got to look at the other picture. He also has a podcast on the WWE Network, so he's winning regardless. Yo, his name is Boa. That's his name, Boa. All right, so yeah, boa—that's his name. Sorry, listeners, took a while. All right, but but they're they're doing a good job, like building these uh these young guys. And I think the other, I guess you could say sleeper for the night. If y'all didn't catch it, and tell me if you agree with me, agree with me and not Connor, on this grizzle young vets versus Apirion versus Everrise. I was literally about to say that was my favorite match of the night. Like that
0: was just. Awesome match, like for some reason, like these NXT tag matches lately have been fantastic, and this one, maybe my favorite one of recent memory. It was just a great match.
2: I like the fact that they're finally let Ever Rise wrestle. <laughs> like they never get the chance to really like have have a real match. And finally, giving these guys some type of fight back inside of them. Uh, that was a good one to me. Like. Those were the biggest highlights. I mean, yeah, you had you had a uh, Champa versus a uh, Cameron Grimes and stuff like that. You had Raquel Gonzalez versus Amber Moon. How can I forget about that? That one to me was when I, women's women's match of the week goes to that period. Like Raquel Gonzalez is probably going to be one of those names in NXT that goes on to ring bells for a very long time. Like, when you think of NXT, you're going to think of Raquel Gonzalez. Overall, NXT was solid, man. Like, I think I think it was solid. Now, there was a comment made by one CM Punk, which we didn't cover last week, but we're going to cover this week. Two comments. First thing CM Punk said, and both of these are, of course, NXT related, since we are talking about NXT, but first comment he, he made, he says, yeah, if he was to come back to wrestling, he would go to AEW, there's nothing that's interesting that, that well, he's saying there's not a lot of things that sparks his interest in NXT WWE. Are you quoting that exactly or no, I'm not quoting that exactly. Why would I quote something exactly? I'm just putting my little spice on it. Uh uh He here's here's is actually all right, here's the actual comment about CM Punk.
1: With Renee, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, He said uh, He said he would He would probably go to AEW And he, he also revealed Some of his dream matches Just recently uh far as dream matches He wants to have coming up If he was to come back And a lot of those people Were inside of AEW Yeah you know cause, he, cause he never wrestled them
1: you know what I mean so of course that's the most tantalizing you know what I mean but of course it had to be a storyline that according to him that would make more sense you know for him to come back and then of course the money you know but um they asked him if uh if AEW was around when he was you know uh, left WWE What he had gone there you know what I mean and of course he probably said they would have left him on WWE would have left him alone and you know, once he was ready to come back, they would have brought him back. You know what I mean? They wouldn't have delivered the the lawsuit or whatever. Uh, you know what I mean? To his wedding on his wedding day. And we're now seeing. You know, I'm not gonna say never say never, because it seemed like they AEW got the momentum. You know, going into the new year and all the possibilities now with. You know, with Impact and, um, of course, you got to put into play uh, New Japan also, you know, um, Ring of Honor. You know, they perhaps could be working together soon. You know what I'm saying?
2: The second comment he made was saying that, you know, it's kind of a shame. Paraphrasing that, you know, Pat McAfee is the best person on the stick in NXT. Now, Thanks. Okay, so I don't even have to ask if you agree with that, Dre. So, right right off the bat, Pat McAfee's the best.
3: God damn it. He motherfucker's golden on the mic. You put him in WWE today, top, top, top five mic skills, and that's a fucking shame. Top five mic skills. Y'all know it. Top five mic skills. I agree. I agree. I mean, who was the star of that feud? Him. So, I mean, shit. <sighs> facts just like i said and um when we had our chat i said i would be like i would be surprised if this man got a title shot and he won it i wouldn't be surprised and he would keep this shit too that's my opinion
0: i actually i agree with dre he's a perfect talker on the microphone like he's great at what he does like he made that rivalry with adam cole that much better the War Games match with the Undisputed Era, he was fantastic, and he looked outstanding, and took all those bumps like a champ. He freaking did a moonsault off the top of a fucking cage.
2: Right? Who, who, right. Else, who else
0: would do that in his shoes? Nobody. Like, right? He is dedicated to what he is doing, and like that just makes him like that much better off. And I feel like. As a heel, he's probably the best right now in NXT, and I don't think anybody can really top him. Facts. Facts. He took better sp- took better spots than half the
3: roster. And his move set for him to be just learning it, his moveset doesn't look it looks polished. It looks like like and I think I've said this before. I think I've said this before. I think he he has a, he had a better debut than Kurt. Even though he lost, he had a better debut than Kurt Angle, in my opinion. And he looked more fluid in the ring than Kurt Angle did at the beginning. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said it, and and I and I'm living with it. I said it, and that's how I'm going to say it.
1: Why are you smoking in that crack bike over there? <laughs>
3: well, hey, you can chime in. And you, you yeah, you let me know.
2: Over angle I mean probably Probably over dominant But I ain't gonna say over angle I said uh, at the beginning Moving on So (laughs) Moving on to
3: We'll put it on Twitter Put it on Twitter And then I'll get the results on Twitter And if I'm wrong At me at Juice85 That's the Juice underscore 85 And, and, And let me know if I'm wrong just let me know maybe I am smoking some in that crack pipe but I don't know no, I'm sorry I'm not just add me at Juice85 people it, we'll,
2: we'll end this debate okay big bet big bet Um, so moving on man I mean moving from NXT just to wrap up the week we gotta talk about Smackdown which to me was a letdown. and just in my opinion I don't think it was all that I'm gonna put it out what you don't think so it was it was okay i just think that it kind of took a downward i mean besides besides the main event and roman reigns like man
3: and shout out carmelo's new oh my god all right this is we to talk about
2: smackdown <laughs> juice man was laying a smackdown on himself after that debut but with that being okay. said <laughs> Uh oh, oh uh with that with that being said, man, we got we gotta hop into SmackDown, man. So SmackDown, you know, kicked right, right off the gate. You know, you know, right off the gate with the uh whole, you know, contract signing. But you know, didn't happen. I, I do like the fact that Sasha Banks slapped the shit out of whoever that dude was. Uh, <laughs> I was like, God damn, you know, picking up
1: the dude
2: the in charge of the wine <laughs> I'm talking about I ain't never seen somebody God damn Like you know He has some
3: good wine over there I don't give a damn I just drank a few of them bottles
2: Yeah Slap the shit out of him uh, And then we end up getting The the main event for the night You know It was made official Not to That sucked
1: To me It's like <laughs> like, okay, supposed to uh, be at the pay per view. Oh fuck it, we're gonna have it today and next you know, boom, DQ. It's like what the fuck? It's like you already know if that's gonna happen. You know, I mean they announce a match that supposedly is pay per view material is gonna happen and they give it on quote unquote free T V. It's like what the fuck, man? I don't wanna see no fucking DQ. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, yeah, Carmela you know we kind of seen that that gimmick to some extent not like that like when um teneal you know emma that they were trying to uh you know bring her back but it but seems like she didn't work ah oh,
3: that didn't count that don't count that don't count yeah no it, it, it doesn't that's why i said like no girl didn't see that, that that gimmick never happened we never discussed yeah. that that gimmick never happened okay yeah okay all right thank you
1: okay flash the light of men in black like you You. But fucking, um, yeah, Carmela looked great, you know, with um, the red And the music, too, is popping, you know what I'm saying? It's popping, son.
3: I like that music.
2: Yeah. Speaking of music, <clears throat> Big E, new theme music featuring Wale on it. Uh, I like the fact that Big E bringing back the, you know, the chalk. You know, going back to the old Big E. Uh, the one thing I will say: get rid of any any reference to the new day. And the haircut. Oh man, he's sharp, man. That's sharp, bro. <laughs> but other than that, you know, I I like the direction they're doing with Biggie. I just didn't like the way the match ended. Stupid,
1: but, stupid. Like what the fuck? Like what the f- like, like make Biggie looks literally stupid. Like. Let me go, and then oh, he, you know what I'm saying like this. this dude wins by, uh, you, know, DQ, you know, DQ, which okay, yeah, it's gonna get him heat. So when you know he keep cheating and shit, so when somebody beat him, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, come on, man, like, what the fuck? But hey, I guess trust the process. I don't know, but I hate that. You know, it's so much DQ. Oh, have a DQ, fucking, have a fucking match brother like the one difference for Impact the other one of the um, last week you know what I mean most of the matches happened in the ring they didn't even get outside and brawl outside or nothing everything you know stayed in the ring you know and I don't like that like DQ shit you know what I mean so much potential matchups and it's just like they don't have a you know I don't know just pissed me off
2: fuck attack
0: I look at it this way, though. I would rather have the stupid DQ count-out finishes done on regular TV than on the pay-per-views. So hopefully they get the shit out of their system to where for the pay-per-views we'll actually
2: have see-through matches. Other than Roman Reigns like beating Kevin Owens' ass backstage and talking to the camera and talking to the family, that, to me, was the hardest thing Roman has ever done.
1: Like, That's
3: uncalled for, bro. That's uncalled for. He need to chill the fuck out, man. First of all, is only... the head of the table. He can do what the fuck he wants. Head
2: he of the can table, nothing.
3: All right, let me tell you something. That man, like you said, JT, when he looked in the camera and he talked, this is like some battle rap shit. He talked to that. I'm sorry, we're gonna go. We're gonna go away. He talked to that man's soul, and talked to that man's family. He, oh my goodness, man! Yeah, this, yeah. this this shit with Roman Reigns is crazy. Like
1: he, he took it too far. He took it. Too no, far. he didn't
3: take nothing too far. He did exactly what he was supposed to do, being the tribal chief, being Pre- the head of the, being the head of the table. Pre- he, he puts the food in that woman's mouth and this kid's mouth. Come on, bastard! Power he has the power he has the power to take it away amen okay <laughs> <look how laughs> they ain't pushing nothing too far when the tribal <laughs> chief talks I listen I shut up I take that ass woman and the check that comes with it and I go sit my ass down period, <laughs> period.
2: hallelujah Hallelujah. It, 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 it made
1: me feel very uncomfortable. I, I have to say. Well, do you know what, teach?
3: That means he's that's why you're guy. not at the, the table, and you're not even at the table because of shit like that. And he's not gonna put food in your mouth. Alright? <laughs> seriously. You know? And he's gonna take the crack pipe from you too.
2: Oh you know? my god.
3: Not gonna put them flakes in your crack pipe no more. You better calm down the way you're talking about the tribal chief. In the words of Paul Heyman, he does things on his own time. He's the tribal chief, he's the OG. You better respect this man. I'm done. I'm done.
1: Any anger management? That's all I have to say.
3: But that's the OG talking. You don't tell the OG what he needs, all right?
2: things that really saved the show for me I mean other than that it, it was blah it was blah blah I mean uh, you know if I gotta go for a show of the week AEW and yeah I said it AEW show, show of the week hands down I mean besides Roman on Smackdown one one too much holding it down for me on uh, the WWE side but with that being said man ooh I mean, we pretty much touched on rumors, we touched on news, uh, with inside this uh, podcast episode. But hey, I will say,
1: yeah, oh my go. bad. Before, um, there's gonna be the, a new museum in New York, the International Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, and they um mentioned some of the class. For the first class, I guess it's gonna be actual physical place, you know, museum type, and of course it got from you know. From Bruno, Andrew the Giant, Hulk Hogan, Donnie Hodges, you know, Terry Funk, you know, like a lot of people from old school, you know, so it's gives it a new, you know, like a new flair, you know what I mean, because that's one thing that, you know, you would think like why WWE hasn't made one, you know what I mean, like they have everything, the Performance Center over there in Orlando, so. You know, Denny Springs or somewhere down there that will be perfect because, you know, you have people come from all over the world for vacations. that will be that could be like another spot that could hit up, you know, what I mean, uh, you know, that's easy you know, to set and done. And I don't know why they never build one, but I guess this one is from the people. I guess this one also, uh, I don't know if it's in Missouri, somewhere in the Midwest, and I guess the guy from that particular place has to do with the new one in New York. So it should be interesting, you know,
2: once they open, you know. Yeah, man, that, that, that should be interesting. But I, I'm going to make a bet right, right now. I guarantee you within the next six months, there's going to be an actual Hall of Fame in Orlando. Because ain't nobody driving to Connecticut to go see no Hall of Fame. other news out there, I almost forgot, NXT India is going to be set to start taping and they will be launching coming up next year yeah but but i do like the fact that you know this tropicana field looks good so you know let's 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 see what they're able to do with that maybe they start slowly sneaking fans in there but look we at the end of the show people uh definitely thank you all for riding out with us uh first time all four of us is on the show today so you get a chance to get some more flair Connor, what have you learned from this episode? Dre gets very heated about Roman Reigns and apparently
0: Cheech is smoking something. This is what I've learned today.
2: Not a crack (laughs) pipe. Dre, what have you learned today? I've
3: learned that I think Cheech gave me some of what's in his crack pipe because I I can't remember shit. I also (laughs) also learned that I guess people really miss me because I get a lot of Slack on Twitter for not being on the show. So I'm sorry. Daddy will try to be- come home more often. And I also learned that I said, I didn't really learn nothing today.
2: It's good to be back. And, Seats, what have you learned?
1: The, we forget shit. And, uh.
3: You forget shit.
1: Yeah, him too. Cool. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of wrestling out there. And um, am trying to cover it. We forgot to talk about MLW.
2: Oh, my gosh. I kind of forget about Calvin Tankman.
1: Yeah, Calvin Tankman. He got a dope-ass track coming in. You know what I'm saying? And he looked good. But, yeah, definitely what I learned is, like, every week is different. You know? As in, like... You know, last week seems it was SmackDown with a good show, but AEW seems to be, uh, you know, going into the new year with a lot of fun and, you know, storylines of what they're going to go with. You know? And oh, and I learned that, um, that crack pipes are whack.
2: And there you have it, people. We've all learned something today. I've learned today that I cannot say Cox Cable without having someone laugh at me. And I've also learned today that also that Roman Reigns is the head of the table because Dre, you you preach a quick sermon. I, I, I really appreciate that. But with that being said, people. Definitely, definitely. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Make sure you do. Most of all, first of all, go out there, spread more positive vibes. Too much negative energy can have you unbalanced emotionally, physically, spiritually. Spread more positive vibes. It's very easy. It can be just as simple as Telling someone something positive or you can go to our merch store and go ahead and get the positive eyes t-shirt You don't have to necessarily buy for you, buy buy for someone who's probably going through a rough time at this moment And of course, we have to remind you as usual Slow down the spread of COVID We're losing people day by day, day by day It starts off with good hygiene We don't need y'all to wash your hands And wash y'all ass. And use what, Dre? Use soap, people. I don't know how
3: many times I have to preach this. Soap. Use it. It saves lives. Soap.
2: And teach remind the people how how they need to do this. Face to ass, not ass to face. And on that note, we out. Good night. Sayonara.
0: So long. Good night. Farewell.
2: Uh, uh, uh. Look, show up, show up. Back up, pull up. Make them roll up. Make them roll up. Show up, show up. Back up, pull up. Make them roll up. Make them roll up. All my niggas is ready to go. Hot smoke, big smoke. Clipping the stick, sticking the coat. And they got guns, same size as Kevin Hart. Please don't think it's a joke. Back on tour with the gang, and it's sold out 22 dates. I ain't missing a show. Got the ladies hitting my phone. Got the man, them hitting the woke. Me plus 10 on the list, they know how I'm coming. I'm bringing the bros. And I got G's that's stuck in the trap, no government name, they stick to the code. Left wrist, my PK, right wrist, whipping the whip on the stove. Don't care about fame, just trying to get rich on the low. Show up, show up, see us, pull up, pull up. Back out, pull up. Got him running, running. Make down, roll up. Roll the frontal here right. Make down, roll up. We're supreme, see what I mean. Show up, show up, see us, pull up, pull up. Back out, pull up. Got him running, running up. Make down, roll up. Roll the frontal here right. Make down, roll up. We're supreme, see what I mean. Me and the team, running up, hitting up, sending up, get them on impact. Yeah. Pull up on scene, have them all looking. we son no, can I forget that? Yeah. Gather on niggas, the real
0: main. Yeah. Look in the mirror, see who you are. All of this evil that's on my way. I pray to God, we're over
2: arms, no can't trip, get grip. Hands all over these chips. Watch this flip. No see, I ain't no bitch when I'm bit. i am pull it with chicks, the man in the mid. See, I'm not dwelling on that. Focus on running these last believe, Who could it be? Why am I feeling so hell it's the devil indeed, you?